Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Socially Savvy, broadcasting live here at DeLille Cellars Carriage House Tasting Room in Woodenville. Thanks for joining us. I'm your host, LB Duchess, with co-host Jason Rennan of Seattle Wine Exchange. Hello. And Renessa Rio, Love CEO. Hello. <laughs> Please feel free to give us a call today at 323-843-6090 if you're unable to come to the live broadcast, but um, you have something you want to chat about, you hear something and you've got just dying to get that opinion, we would love Love, 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 love to it, get love you it, on it. air. Yeah. So please definitely call in. Um, today's show is brought to you by DeLille Cellars and Spazzo's Italian Grill and Bar in Redmond. Best place for eats in Redmond. Today's show is the launch of Socially Savvy Connections um, with guest speakers Greg and Stacey Lill, an interview with Cle- Cletus, right? Cletus. Cletus. That's right. Coffee. Um, he and Renessa are going to tell us about their women's health conference call- coming up here Exciting. shortly, and we're going to be um, take a look into what I learned from meeting Mr. Nars. Wow! I actually had the privilege of meeting a couple of celebrities this week, so that was kind of fun. Did you take pictures? I did take pictures. Okay, good. I yes, want to see those. I did take pictures. Um, we're going to be t- touching base on socially acceptable and unacceptable, and of course, our socially savvy hints. So. Wow, what a mouthful. <laughs> yeah, definitely. How's everyone doing today? I mean, our, our summer's not quite what we thought it was going to be. Yeah, it's definitely a little bit gloomy out, but I love it because I have the sunshine of my co-host. Okay, that's cheesy. <laughs> hey, you know what? I like cheesy. I'm sorry. I think cheesy I'll be is cheesy. fun. I would definitely be cheesy. But I like the cuddle, cuddle weather. This definitely brings it to have a nice bottle of wine, yeah, definitely. enjoy some one-on-one conversation, make some new friends. And I'm excited for today for our big launch. I know. Huge. This is this is yeah. where we were going with the whole concept mm-hmm. of socially savvy. It was to be able to bring people together in a, a social way in which it was more than networking. And I know yeah. that I struggled with trying to find the the right words and Renessa and I sat down one day and yeah. we we're going through all these different ideas and I go, you know, it's more like connecting. She goes, That's it. Yeah. It's yes. a, it's about connecting. So Hence, Socially Savvy Connections was born. I love that word because it, connections means you're going to maintain that connection. Yes. It's not just give me your card. Who are you? What do you got to offer me? And uh, if I want to call you, I will. Right. Connections mean building relationships. And that's, that's what important. Socially Savvy is all about. Yes. This is what you guys represent. So I'm, I'm in love with this big well, launch. The, the transaction more meaningful instead of just like, oh, who are you? Here's my card. Yeah, yeah. And, and that was the point because, you know, networking is, is kind of like kindergarten. It's an introduction. It's a beginning, uh, but by no means is it what has happened for the previous, I mean, literally thousands and thousands of years. Networking is not how people made business happen. No. It was yeah. through socializing, getting to know people and making yeah. those connections. So it meant something. It did. Yeah. It did. And mm-hmm. that's what we're going to reestablish. Okay, Jason. Yes. <laughs> Time to pass the wine. I know. We get to do the Pete. first tasting. Let's see here. One and only for you here. What we got is the 2011 Rosé, 63% Grenache and 37 uh, Mufedra. I like saying that word, Mufedra. It sounds Mufedra. so velvety. It's, yes. It has this beautiful, elegant sound to it. Yeah, so I'm hoping that uh, you'll take a moment to explain. explain. We're going to introduce Greg yes. Lill, and Greg. he's going to tell us a little bit about this first wine yes. that they've picked out for us today. It's their wine after all. It is their wine after all. Yeah, so you like the uh, Rosé? I do. It's so funny because I've never been a huge rosé fan, but for some reason, the rosés that have come out, and I don't know, maybe we just something what I started with, but this last year, I am like totally enamored with them. Well, Stacey and I, we fell in love with rosé when we uh, travel in the south of France. It seems like everybody's drinking rosé on those hot, sunny days, yes. and uh, we just thought, you know, hey, we can do this here. And a lot of people think of rosé, they think of 
whites and Vendel, and they think of a sweeter product, where this is a two rosé. You know, the grapes are Grenache and Movedra, and they're, they're grown, and we pick them to actually make the rosé. It's not just a byproduct of draining off some juice oh, from nice. a tank of something else red. Two rosé, and, and again, not that byproduct, which is called Sagne, is, when, is the style of that. And we make about 300 cases of this wine. We were actually going to have the release of the wine uh, next week on the uh, or this week on the twentieth, oh, really? uh, summer solstice, oh, wow. and awesome. we we didn't we had run out of our other white wine, our Schiller State Blanc, and so we needed <laughs> something for summer to be drinking, and so we started serving it here at the Carriage House about three weeks ago, and we're already down to less than twenty cases. So we said, well, we won't have to have wow. a release now. We'll just uh, sell out the last few cases, and then we'll be moving on to our Schiller State Blanc, which will be coming out in a few weeks. Maybe we can drink it at home for summer solstice. <laughs> yes, we can. Okay, so I'm living this. So those of listeners who get this like right away, if you're listening live or whatever, you've got to get in here and Come try down. some of this because this is phenomenal. It, it, to me, it's one of the perfect summer wines. It is. You can sit down. You can have it with a nice light salad. You can, I yes. mean, I think this this would be, I would call like my, my barbecue go-to wine. Yeah, I Grab love it to go to a barbecue well, and, and enjoy with your friends. Well, remember you, last week we talked about ganache, and I'm just a big fan about trying wine with different foods other than steak or fish. Yeah. So this, in my opinion, would go well with a hot dog with sauerkraut on it. I know it's a weird combination, but it actually the balance. You and hot dogs out. and wine. I mean, yeah. seriously, this well, you know, we, week. friends are like, week. well, I don't really do fish. Well, Thank goodness like the rules have bro- been broken about yeah. the boundaries of wine because yes. it's really yum and yuck. Yes. If you love that combination, you go for it. Yeah, he I does love hot it opens dogs up and the wine. Door for other people too, you know. Okay, I love that. My husband, when he talks about wine, he's, he's, there's two kinds of wine. Good wine and bad wine, but I think I like yum and yuck better. Craig and I say that all the time. We're always about yum and yuck, which is so sophisticated, isn't it? Oh, I I love love that. That That is awesome. Oh, okay. I'm a little bit shocked. It looks like we have actually have a caller on the line. Woohoo! Okay, I am going to see if our technology is going to allow us to do this. Let them know it's uh, R rated. This is R rated. (laughs) Hello, listener. Can you hear us? It says hold time one minute and 30 seconds. Okay, mute. Let's sit. Hello? We Hello, love. this is LB Duchess of Socially Savvy. You're calling into the show. Yes. And this is? Oh. Hi. <laughs> Hold on just a second. I'm trying to turn this thing down. Oh, no, that's fabulous. Can you hear me? Let's we see. can. We I can got it you. online, and I went ahead and dialed the number. I love oh. it. And I accidentally hit the number that went right to the host. You know what? That is fabulous. Did you have any questions you wanted us to touch base with while you're on the air? Well, this is Dana, and I was absolutely intrigued with your adventure. And so I just tuned in. I saw your uh, Facebook, tuned in, and just, you know, thought I'd go ahead and dial and find out more about what you guys are doing. Well, I love it. Yes. Well, um, the show is going live right now, so you're on the air with us. Hello. Oh, Thanks so. for calling in. We Hello. That. Where are you calling us from? Seattle area? From Bellevue, yes. Awesome, awesome. Bellevue. Well, it's fabulous to have you checking out the show. Um, uh, we talk about everything socially savvy, and we do on-air wine tasting, so that's what we're doing right now. So you'll have are to you drinking pop some in wine and right check now? the wine out with us. Well, yeah. you know what? I wasn't, but wine. I think I need to be. <laughs> going to be a part of the party. Even if you're at home listening live, you know, open up a bottle of wine, enjoy it with us. There you go. <laughs> well, it's lovely to have you call in. And if you think of anything, any questions or anything you want, or if you have a socially acceptable or unacceptable story, please call in and, and let us know because we love sharing that. Yes, we love sharing. Well, sounds good. Well, I look forward to hearing the rest of the show. 
Thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Awesome. We just love all of our listeners and our audience, especially for all those that are here that are getting the tastings and mm-hmm. um, even, you know, our hosts that were able to have it here. Just This is awesome. This what is a great fabulous. thing. It is. We Thank love you. it. Thank you. Okay. Socially Savvy News. Now, we, once in a while we do the news, this I did because it hit this morning when I was going through and looking for information. Downtown Bellevue Network is the connection that I got this information from, and Bellevue Square is planning an extension. An expansion plan, City Records indicated that the Kemper Development Company is um, proposing a building a third level of retail with 119,000 square feet and a new level of parking with 375 stalls. The report listed um, the architects as the applicant contact and the environmental checklist for the project states that it would be, it would have 150 to 200 employees working within the limited once, um, the space once it was complete. They expect it to be done right around February 2014. So that's exciting. We've got, you know, another 250 to 200 employees being, you know, people being able to be employed and adding more fabulousness to Bellevue. Yeah, Bellevue is growing and going, which is great. That's why we love it there. We do. It's a great hot spot. We do a lot of our events from different businesses out there supporting local Bellevue businesses. Um, And it's a great way to get out there and just connect, especially with new employees. Oh, yeah. This is doing a lot of uh, mixed retail. There's plenty of parking down below. We They're love doing it, there. it right. Yes, they know. are doing it right. Yes, parking is a big deal. Yes. <laughs> okay, here we go. Socially savvy hints. Each person here, we have our own little socially savvy hints. Yes. We're going to start off with mine. Yes. If you behave badly, except expect people to be justifiably upset with you. I hmm. just have to say, if you're going to be out socially and you are going to make a faux pas, or let's say you're going to completely fall on your face and you're going to do it again and again and again, you've got to expect that somebody is going to say something to you. And when they do, if you're in the wrong, you need to just be graceful about it. You need to back off. You need to try to make it right. Yeah. You're out there being social. The whole idea of being social is not everybody has to agree, but they do need to feel comfortable around you. And if you're making it uncomfortable for lots of other people around you, you need to remove yourself from the situation. Mm-hmm. But don't you think most people that behave badly in social situations, it's normal for them? Um, I think some people struggle with um, drinking too much and they become the worst of themselves. Because, yes. you know, we all have that what we call that dark side and that good side to us. And, and of course... We grow up and we're always trying to be on our best behavior yeah. and remind ourselves that, you know, that snide little remark that pops up in the back of our head with the little it's devil little child going, they, would, they just really need to know this. We, we temper that, tep, you know, yeah. typically. Most people do. Some people kind of go off the de- deep end, you know. Right. And alcohol gives people an excuse to do that. It's not an excuse, though. No, that's hence the bad behavior and hence uh-huh. you're going to have to take the concept when it comes in. Yes. So that's my socially savvy hint. Okay. My socially savvy hint is tone of voice. <laughs> Understanding your demeanor and checking in with yourself if you are being judgmental or opinionated by your tone of voice. I mean, people can really pick that up when you're talking to someone, whether or not your demeanor is positive, negative, are you casting judgment on somebody, are you giving an opinion? And I think that when it becomes socially unacceptable, which we'll go into more later, the hint is your tone of voice. I think that's a really good thing. Here's the thing. I think a lot of people do not realize where their tone of voice is. Um, There is a great little uh, app on iPhones that I encourage people to utilize, and I did this to myself. 
because mm-hmm. I'll get in a certain mood and, and somebody will say something to me and I started becoming aware I get a little bite and get a little yeah. bit of an attitude like yeah. that when I'm talking, mm-hmm. when I get frustrated. And you can actually do voice recordings and I'll hit play and put the phone down if I'm getting into a conversation where I feel like it might get heated. And I've started listening to my own tone okay, of voice and you. listening to how I am talking to people so that I can start relaxing and backing off and realizing, yeah. because you're right, the tone of voice, tone you of voice can actually big. instigate a problem and that really isn't speed. there. Yeah. Speed of voice. I, I know I yeah. record mine to slow down because I can talk really fast when I get really excited. Yeah. The tone of voice and also a pause. Yeah. There's a difference between you look nice today versus you look nice today. <laughs> Big difference. That's, that's right. That's called an inappropriate pause. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Today. Tone of voice. I love that. Thank you. Uh, one for my aunt is uh, due to the laws in the state of Washington, um, you know, like you go to a, a restaurant and you get a bottle of wine and, you know, all of a sudden you got like half left. Some mm-hmm. people feel like they got to drink all of it, but it's okay to have a recork put in the bag and take it away. You can take it away in the state of Washington, but it has to be go through the wait staff. They have to close it or else it's an open container. So that's kind of like a hint. So don't feel that you have to drink all of it. Oh, and, and let the wait staff know, I'd like to take this yes. home. And let them do their job. They're there to mm-hmm. make sure that when you walk out of the building and you go get into your car, the, the cops are not going to walk right up to you because, okay, you have your key in the ignition and the bottle is not corked properly. Yes. Yeah. That's a bad thing. And it's, it's not a good idea to put it in your purse or back. I think a lot of people don't know that rule. I think so. I, think I thought that was really a great do. piece to add. I think a lot of people do not know that if you order a bottle of wine and you don't finish it, you don't have to down it like it's a shot glass. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> Seriously, I see people do this all the time. You just save them you a little know? later because it takes, what, 20 minutes for alcohol through your system? Yeah. You know? Nope, you so. can go ahead and ask for it to be, what do you say? What is the quiet, the, the correct lingo? Yeah. Recork my bottle? That's one way. Okay. You say I like to take the rest of it home or yeah. recork it. Could you close it? Could you put awesome. it in the bag? You know? I love, love it. Just okay. ask. Just ask. I want to take my, my alcohol in the car with me. I love That's it. What this noise is. That would be Pop Chips. Love it. Pop Chips is our secret sponsor for today's show. So if you're listening live or if you happen to be listening to um, the show after it's recorded anytime, it can be, you know, if you're listening to the show two months from now, um, we have a contest that we run where you get onto any one of our Facebooks and you say, hey, I was listening to such and such show and, and the secret sponsor was Pop Chips for this particular week. Every time you let us know that, you get entered into drawings for yeah. fabulous wine. Uh, we have... Some amazing sponsors giving great prizes, um, certificates for dinner at Daniel's, certificates for dinner at Spazzo's, um, wine tastings here at DeLille Cellars. We are very, very fortunate, and we would love to share those things with you. So let us know what the secret um, sponsor is for the different shows. You can do one message and give us four or five different secret sponsors and get entered four or five times. Yep. Awesome. So Fem City Seattle, Fem Fessionals connects ambitious professional women through connection lunches, uh, originative workshops, social media, and www.famfessionals.com create individual communities within cities around the world. Their mission to connect and enable women worldwide to reach their unlimited potential by offering endless resources through the Femfessionals organization. A Femfessional is defined as an uber-connected, business-savvy professional woman with a positive outlook and a knack for success. Go to www.femfessionals.com for info. Very important that you hear this uber-connected business savvy. Sometimes it's, you know, it's important that, you know, if you don't have a positive outlook in life, it's not going to help you. It's like standing here, we're recording, and if you find yourself kind of down mood, smile. You know, right now we're, we're looking around people, you know, it's like when you're just like, you know, instead of like, oh, I'm going to do this recording. Yes. Sit no. up straight. 
Exactly. Well, and it's like they say, anytime you're in a situation where you're socializing, and uh, everybody knows I'm not a fan of the term networking, um, but in any social setting, you always want to be putting your best foot forward because, number one, you don't know who you're meeting. It could be, I, I actually had a story where somebody told me that they had met, they just had met their best friend's um, boyfriend. And wow. in meeting their best friend's boyfriend, two weeks earlier, they'd met them at a social setting and it was ugly. So it it really helps to put your best foot forward because you never know who you're going to run into when and who they know. Guess Just saying. And, love uh, this sound. You know what we have? <laughs> we love recording the 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 pouring of the alcohol for all of our sorry, listeners right now. Part. We're not going to the bathroom. Oh we are God, pouring alcohol. Seriously. Right. So Renessa brings up. Completely I, different feel. Show. <laughs> you know, I never thought about that. <laughs> well, kind of what I think when funny. I'm listening to that. Whole new meaning <laughs> now. So we're all set, ready okay. for the next wine. Woohoo! And okay, I'm gonna. I, I'm not gonna script this name. I'm gonna let you tell me what the name of it is because I've done this before. <laughs> I know Greg knows the wine. So what, what you got in your glass now is the uh, Doyen AIX. Doyen. Doyen. Uh, Doyen means Grand Dame or Dean because it's uh, uh, Doyen is kind of our own style wines. Um, usually have some Syrah in them. Uh, we have our Doyen Syrah we're going to taste after this. But uh, Syrah was one of the no- first noble grapes, really, along with Riesling, back back in the day. And um, the AIX is uh, about 58 Syrah, 38 Cabernet, 4% Movedra. Um, it, it was a top 100 wine in Wine Spectator a few years back. Wow. Um, I'm so not surprised. Got some, uh, it was also the uh, Valentine's Day featured wine on the Today Show on <laughs> in uh, NBC, uh, I think, two years ago. Nice. Um, Is there a TV show you guys have not been on yet? Oprah, maybe? maybe? Not, yeah, you you not, missed not, Oprah. Not Oprah yet. You missed Oprah. Can you work on that? Uh, she's gone. But maybe Elle. Ellen. Oh. Ellen, that do we need we need to get you on Ellen? Okay, we need to get you on Ellen. You need to send her a picture. I think crazy. so. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a fun wine. It um, I know all the Daniels restaurants around town have Et as well as Spazzo features it by the glass. Uh, so it's a great glass pour. You know, a lot of people. You know, you talked about bottling up that wine and taking it home, and I think that's a great idea because a lot of times you go into a restaurant and you look at the you only want a glass or two, and you look right. at that by the glass list, and there's maybe nothing compelling there. Yeah. And but yet you can why not order then a, a really good bottle of wine and have a glass or two and then take the rest home and you can have it the next night. And I love that. I think I that a, a yeah. lot of people I think you make a really good point because a lot of people the price points on a lot of these wines are totally affordable in yeah. restaurants and we don't. We just think, Oh, maybe only want a glass or two you and you don't it. try it. Or the other thing that I like is that, you know, you know, we all like kinda of wash ourselves when we drink. Sometimes I just want a little splash more, you know. Yeah. That have not bought like exactly. Just a little bit, just that little bit more. Exactly. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no. And well, one thing I'll say to you: a lot of times, Stacey and I will go out, and you know, we, we only want to have a, you know, a glass or two each. And a lot of times, you know, we're having a good time, and all of a sudden, we run into some friends, and before you know it, you're you're, you're kind of now you've had as much as if you would have just had the bottle. Yeah. You know, yeah. and That's I think just, exactly it's just a too. lot better, I think, to do the bottle thing. And I like that idea of, of like you say, put it in the bag, take it home. I think you have to put it in the trunk. Yeah. Is that yeah. right? You have to put it in the trunk. You're not allowed to have it in the, the good trunk. Good information. As driver as possible. Yeah. You know. It cannot be in the coffee holder. No. No. Yeah. no. no. Not going to work. You know, and, and you're talking about your other social savvy tips. And, and one, you know, speaking of what you did about you can take the bottle home and things you maybe don't know, here's another one that a lot of people don't realize is that 
it is against the law in the state of Washington for any establishment to serve somebody more alcohol, whether it be wine, beer, whatever the drink is, if they appear to be impaired. Yes. And the reason yeah. I'm telling you this is because a lot of people say, well, we have a driver. You know, they show us the limo. The guy is standing right there. It that doesn't, doesn't, ma- doesn't mean we can keep serving you wine. Yeah. And so please be aware of that because a lot of people get really frustrated, and, and rightly so. I mean, they spend a lot of money to have a driver, but that doesn't give you the license and the ticket to drink as much as you want from establishments. That's a good socially savvy tip right there. You and know, I think that's going to feed into something we're yes. going to be talking to about in the future. That's good. In, here's the crux, guys. Is You know, you get to that point, and for me, and I know I'm going to be speaking to a lot of people who have children and stuff, you get to that point where your kids get older and you literally retake your social life. And we're almost as bad as the kid who didn't get to do anything and they get out of high school and they go buck wild. Okay, when your kids get to an age where you get to socialize, sometimes you go that little bit of a buck wild. And you want to just kind of remember that you don't... You don't want to put off that persona and you don't want to make other people uncomfortable. If you're in a restaurant and they're saying, hey, you know, I'm sorry, again... They're, you have to remember these people want to sell you something, but if you're in, in a position where it may hurt you or it falls under the rules of the establishment, they're doing it because they're trying to protect you. So Not, take it with that graciousness. Take it with that spirit well, you know of what, though? I, watching I out for you. I can say, too, with wine tastings, it's very misleading. I did a wine tasting at a singles event once, and we were going all around this area, and we had four little tastings, four little tastings. And all of a sudden, after our fourth winery of four little tastings, we've had four glasses of wine. That's yes. a whole yes. bottle of wine. That's what we yeah. tell people. And we're like, wow, we've only gone to four places. We planned on going to ten. Yeah. It's yeah. not going to happen. <laughs> that would not work. Four. What's yeah. wrong? Yeah. So definitely understand with the wine tastings what you're getting. And, well, that's what and also give yourself lots of time. Yes. Yes. And food. And food. And food. food. That was Eat. it. If I could have had some treats in between all that. Well, lucky for you, there's treats around Woodenville. They've got the, if you go on the weekend, they've got the pizza guy, they got yeah. the hot dog guy, the barbecue. Lots of good stuff. Okay. So let's move on to today's, uh, today our listeners are here for the live broadcast and are tasting some of our sponsors, yummy treats, right. pop chips, kind bars, and their granola mixes. And of course, our very own Suck It Up Cupcake is here. Catering our delicious delights. Tanya, thank you so much for being here with us. Please tell us about your company and your fun desserts, which are absolutely delicious and sinless, which I don't understand I, at it all. It defies logic. Sinless desserts. I know. That's it's what they should be called. Either. Sinless desserts. <laughs> what so, we mean by that is your desserts are? Sugar-free or no sugar added. And gluten-free. Must. Yes, also gluten-free is available, yes. So wow. tell us about the desserts that you brought in these fabulous little cups. They're like the perfect barbecuing dessert. It's I, will like, go, I will go oh! get some for you to taste, but it's definitely coming into the fall and coming into the holiday season. They are perfect. Um, what it's called is cupcakes in a jar. And basically you take your own cupcake, you crumble it, and you stack it with flavors in the jar. And it comes with your own spoon. They're all decorative. It's Fabulous for gifts and for family and friends. And you can do all kinds of things. You can do cupcakes in a jar. You can do the dry ingredients for the cookies. I know, Renessa, you had some yes. a couple weeks ago, and they are just perfect. The shelf life is amazing, and they're a perfect gift to give everyone. Um, 
Well, and you have so many different aspects. You know, when I thought of Suck It Up Cupcakes, when I first was introduced to you, I was thinking desserts and treats and stuff. And then last week you and I were talking and you had this whole other concept. I'm like, wait a minute. No, I promised dessert. And you're like, but I have all this other stuff. No, so, no, no, I promised dessert. <laughs> you did. And you did. You brought some fabulous. But tell us about some of the other, because you brought some stuff that we're going to be giving away tonight. But, oh, my gosh. Well, like I said, now that you get into the holiday season, people are buying gifts. Not yeah. for, not especially items for their event, but they're buying gifts for other people. Hostess gifts. Yeah. And not only gifts, but they are buying seasoning mixes from me to put on their turkeys, on their meats, on their poultry, on their vegetables for Thanksgiving, for Christmas. So that has got me going super busy, which, which is what I brought to you today is vegetable seasoning mix and then a garlic citrus and a sweet basil rubs. Wow. They're all homemade. They're all home mixed. And they come in your own private jars. It is, they're literally amazing for Christmas time and Thanksgiving. So where can they find you? They can find me on Facebook. Um, Otherwise, they can find me at Sweet Lounge in Bellevue. But definitely on Facebook. And soon to be everywhere else. Yeah. If I have anything to say about it. (laughs) And the name we're going to look for is Suck It Up Cupcake. Suck Suck It Up Cupcake Catering. Suck It Up Cupcake Catering. Thank you so, Thank so you, much, Tanya. Tanya. You're welcome. Thank you. Okay, so let's talk Socially Savvy Connections. Yay! Vanessa, you and I talked about this for quite a while before we finalized the concept. And I love how you suggested we approach things, especially for this first new event. Absolutely. So talk a little bit about that. Yeah, this uh, Social Savvy Connections is all about not telling people what you do, but telling people why you do what you do. We meet so many people with different job titles. I want to know why you do your job. What is it about your job that makes a difference? Why do you like what you do? Give me the positives of who you are. If I'm going to be referring new business clients to you, if I'm going to be networking with you, if I'm going to even give you my own money investing into your product or business, I want to know why you do what you do and share from your heart. Is there something that you've had to overcome? Is there a reason why you're doing what you're doing? Um, I mean, you could choose a million occupations out there. What makes your job and why you do what you do so meaningful? So today we're going to be talking about uh, connecting with others on how uh, you do your job and what you, why it's so important. I love it. And why? What's your purpose behind your job? Well, and I think this is, you know, one of the things where networking kind of came into play was yes. a lot of people didn't know how to socialize. They weren't raised socially. Yeah. So they didn't feel like they had the tools to go out and socialize in um, what would be considered, I mean, some people would say, you know, you going and socializing in wine. Well, I don't know anything about wine, so I can't go do that because yeah. I don't know anything about wine. Well, it's like Stacy was saying earlier, wine has become so unpretentious. It is yeah. now a very inviting environment to learn to socialize. Um, connecting is what naturally happens when you socialize. And when you're doing it genuinely from the heart instead of this force-fed kind of, okay, I'm here, I'm about this business, this is what I do. And, and so that's why we came up with this concept. And one of the people that I admire so very, very much is at the table with us. Yes. And I consider her to be one of the most amazing people at connecting people with people and connecting businesses, just everybody. You are amazing, Stacey. I, I, you know, I have no words. Because <laughs> I know that, like, it's just like a natural part of who you are. Well, should we ask, look, if we were to play this game, which is our new way, it's, we know that you own, you know, part of this winery. Why do you do what you do versus just telling us what you do? Like your purpose behind why I per- this is important yeah. to you. Well, I personally think that connecting is a really important part in life because yes. I, I love people. 
I love being around people. I love yeah. talking. I could actually talk to a wall all day long, but I prefer to talk with people. <laughs> Greg and, is shaking his head yes. <laughs> and there's times when I say to my husband, you need to talk to me more. But that's a whole other show, yeah. right? Isn't it that 10,000 words right. women need to say yeah. a day? And women, t- or, yeah. well, yeah. women 10,000, men, what, 2,000, 2000 something yeah. like that? But anyway. The whole, we need that much. <laughs> <laughs> the whole aspect of connecting I think is really critical because I think, it, you know, um, most importantly, I connect with a lot of people and I connect other people together because yeah. I want to help them meet other people who may help them with something that they're trying to accomplish in life. Or maybe uh, they will be best of friends or maybe they will do some business together or maybe they will do something. But it's really a way of paying it forward because as I'm connecting the people that I know to one another, eventually that it comes back to me. Full circle, yeah. And it's just I I get no greater feeling than to be introducing people to each other to help with their businesses or with their like I said personally or professionally because you never know where that's going to go. Have you had that happen to you where a connection was brought back to you where you needed something in your business and so you were, you know, kind of almost grateful or generous to receive that because I think as business people we're we're also kind of hard to receive things. We're so used to giving, and I think when yeah. we know our purpose, it's like you were able to receive something that you might have needed, and now you want to pay it forward. I, I, there's a lot of give and take, and that's yeah. exactly what it is. It's give and take. And so over the years, I have been so blessed to be introduced to a lot of wonderful people yeah. myself by others around me, yeah. and then I'm able to take those relationships and introduce people to each yeah. other. So it all just it just kind of comes around, and I think that there's no reason not to connect people. You just never know where it might go. And I've connected some of my friends just on a personal level, and they have become they have become best of friends, probably better friends than I am with them. And I love that. I love that. You know, we're all different in mm-hmm. in our life, and our chemistry is different. We're individuals, and there's so many wonderful people in this world that it's just fun to meet as many people as possible and learn from each other, and then try and help. Other people connect with each other so that they can then, you know, try and build the best life that they can. Absolutely. Well, I'm always amazed because you're like this perfect introduction. I mean, you've introduced me to so many people. And just like this last week, and I'm going to jump forward just a little bit. Um, I had the privilege of working with you guys, you and Rose, who happens to be here tonight, on um, Surviving with Style. The Gilded Club. The Gilded Club. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was interesting just because some things that had happened in my personal life on, on my family side – I, I was kind of amazed at just the timing of how things happen. And even though it wasn't something that happened directly to me, to be able to participate in this particular event and be able to pull from my resources and get things in, and I got to be able to help put stuff in the swag bags. Which and is it was fantastic. a little task. You know, it was a little thing, but it was so it was so good to be able to be a part of something. But you really again. stepped up. And, you know, that's the thing. I think that there is a difference between people who who step up and get involved with both feet versus just one. Yeah. And I think that that makes a huge difference because... See, I didn't feel like I got that much done. (laughs) But, but you know, you really stepped in there. There's some people who might have said, oh, you know, sure, I can get you an item. And then you get an item and then I have to come and pick it up and take it to Rose. But no, you stepped in and you said, all right, I can get you a bunch of things. And I think Rose Rose is shaking her head over there that you... 
you really put your heart into this and got a number of items. You coordinated getting everything to Rose. You really, you didn't drop the ball. You you picked it up at the beginning and you carried it all the way to the end with complete glory. Okay, now I'm going to get embarrassed. And I'm not saying I'm not saying this to just really this is to brag, LB time. I Keep going. But I'm not to, Come on. I'm not doing it to brag about her. I'm really saying it because it's the people who get involved in the world and people who do that. Yes. Those are the ones. Yeah. It will come back to you, and that's it's how. Okay, so I don't take compliments very well. I like doing things. But that's how I think a lot of it. When you make the connections, if there's a if there's a positive way to do that, that is what comes back. And I know for me, that is what has come back because I jump in with both feet with things, and it really has come around so much. And even tonight, I was making connections with. You know, I know that you know Rose, what she's involved in. I know she's Miss Fashionista around Seattle area. She's really involved in fashion. There's a new fashion event that's being created in Bellevue. The the uh, Ooh, planner I is know, here I tonight. Know. No, the planner of it's here tonight. So oh, I connected wonderful. the two of them together. And if they, you know, if they can help each other, great. And if they can't, hey, if there's no skin off anyone's back from right. making the introduction. And that's, that's the and that's I think the big key. Yes. You know, to wrap up with it is, you know, an introduction is key. If if you don't have the where the the means to maybe maybe you're not quite at that social place where you feel comfortable really getting in there and being a part of a social type of a scenario, but you can make an introduction. Mm-hmm. It's a step, and and every introduction you don't know down the line where that introduction is going to go. I know a lot of people are well. What am I going to get for that introduction? Okay, and but they just so live, you can't, you can't do anything with an expectation. Yeah, no, yeah. Let me just they say that you cannot space, do that. And it's you know I then don't want to network, you. don't socialize, don't come around me. You're not socially savvy. You're going to just go it's do something else. You're not set up for that. That's a lot of people. I'm not being nice right now, but that's just well, the way it is. Me, i got to get you fired up. It's well, it's kind of how life is with, with a lot of things in life. No expectation. Do things because you want to. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. This is so Thank bad. you so Thank much, Stacey. So we love that. Of course. Thank, Thank you, you for, for opening your home here to us, your, your business home life. Greg and I are happy to do it. It's our pleasure. We love you yeah. guys here. And, yes, Jason. I have a question for you, Greg. What can we expect from the Little Sellers this upcoming year? We're yes. so excited to hear yeah. what's new, what's yes. coming, what do we got? What, I'm sorry, what was the question again? What's coming up? Honey? What's coming up? Okay, well, we've got a lot of things coming up here at the um, at the Little Sellers. We've got uh, our um, well, see, first thing coming up is probably we're going to be doing a wine tasting actually up at Roche Harbor on the dock on the third of July. This has become a one of their biggest things up Ooh. there. We have like six different wineries up there because everybody up there has a connection to Roche Harbor. So Love it's on the third of July on the dock, which is really fun at Roche Harbor. About year. over five hundred people last year showed up from noon to three. And then we've wow. got on July fifteenth on Sunday we have a event. And that's up at the chateau. Okay, what is that? On Bastille Day. It's on and July fifteenth is Sunday at the Chateau from about noon to three. We have uh four different chefs coming out and they cook little petite uh, entrees, and all the guests get to vote on what they think is the best food and wine pairing. Can I maybe invite us there to do that, interviews? Yeah, <laughs> that one gets it sells out every year. It's about uh, it's ninety dollars a person, and it's really a wow. fun outdoor in the up in the grove, kind of above the this chateau. Is, I was gonna say this is up in your beautiful At, house up the yeah. street yeah, here. on the ten acre estate oh, down God. the street. What's the theme this year for the show? I'm not telling. It's a secret. <laughs> okay. I and then, and then uh, we've got here at the Carriage House on August 8th, we have our Schlor State Blanc uh, release, our next white wine. That'll be coming out, and that's kind of a rolling release, and that's on a starts on a Wednesday, I think, Wednesday the 8th. 
And um, let's see, what else do we have? we got the big auction of Washington wines coming up here in August on the 16th through the 18th. That's over at Chateau Saint-Michel, but about 600 people, and it's uh, winemaker dinners, big picnic Friday night, which is a lot of fun, or excuse me, Thursday, which is a lot of fun on the 16th, and then the big auction on the eight, Saturday night, the 18th. Yes. I'm excited. I'll be back that, in town. It's a real big experience. It's yeah. really fun to go. If you want to taste a lot of wine, well, and if you have, you know, this is one of those <laughs> know things. Know your limit. <laughs> this is one of those things. Washington, this supports the Washington wine industry at statewide. So if you have, if you have a business and you have the ability to um, sponsor and donate something that they can uh, use to auction off to raise funds, please, please, you know, get in, in touch with us and let us know. Um, it's a great way to be a part of a great event as well as support one of the best industries we have in Washington. Yeah, and the auction is it's kind of the, the big party for the wine industry uh, for the year, so it's really really a lot of fun, and, and I think people would really enjoy the picnic. It's a really a, really a good time. I've, I walked the picnic last year and took a few, a few shots, and it, what I loved so much about it was just the eclecticness of the people who showed up. It was every type of person, every yes. type of personality. Um, it was amazing, absolutely amazing. You can learn a lot from other people too. You can, and you. I think it's a really um, indicative of Washington wines, and just showing you that this is not a demographic specific. This is wine has become something in Washington that everybody can enjoy. Uh, Passport. I had everybody from uh, 29 to 92 all drinking wine together and talking about it. You had eclectic personalities, you had very strict personalities, and yep. wine gave them a, a common place to talk to. So it was very, very fun. And the fun thing about the, the picnic, I think, at the auction, too, is that it's you, you've got all the winemakers are there. So you're just kind of mingling and and kind of having a big outdoor picnic with all the wine people and the industry people. So it's a way to really get to meet them personally all in one place. I love it. Well, thank you so much, yes. Greg. Yeah, we so appreciate you guys opening um, this place. You have one of the most fun tasting rooms. You have these two side rooms on the side, which we are actually utilizing the entire space tonight for the show. We've got our listeners on one side, and on the other side we have set up for the Socially Savvy Connections event that's happening afterwards. We have a couple of sponsors that have their tables set up over there. We have goodies and snacks over there. Um, we've been... Uh, very bad, very, very bad eating yeah. Tanya's. Um, this is not bad. Cupcakes. This is good for you. Oh, it is, it is. fabulous is in flavor. You. So, you know, you've got to show up for one of these events because we, yes. we feel very fortunate to be able to introduce some fabulous, yes. delicious tasting treats to everybody. And we also want to give a big shout out to Pop Chips, which is a socially savvy, favorite, delicious, all natural, healthier. And that's Pop Chips. When they said it couldn't be done, they raised the snack bar thanks to the magic of popping. They found a way to pop all the flavor in while keeping fake stuff and more than half of that fat of fried chips out. With yeah. 10 flavors, there is something for everyone. Find them in the grocery store near you. I love pop chips. I do too. Seriously, yeah. like, I mean, I know I'm doing like their commercial, which I love. They're I so like good. I should be animated. Well, we've, like got their, one. we've got their par garlic parmesan. Yeah. We've got their chili, the regular ones, and then their um, chili, lime. chili lime potato. Which I like. So we're going to be chatting and tasting about those later. But right now, I have the pleasure of Yay! introducing Cleta, who is a part of the Women's Health event with Renessa. HealthyWomenHealthyWorld.com. You guys are doing yes. this conference. And I am so excited to hear about what you guys have going on. So please, tell us. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll uh, fill you in with my, my teeth purple as I'm enjoying these wonderful wines. So kudos to you yeah. guys for putting this together. I mean, this oh, is awesome. Thank you, thank you so we much love, for having love, me. love, love, wine. This is delicious. Yes. Wine uh, is social. It is social. <laughs> what a great way to, to, uh, to collaborate and get together. So beautiful idea. Yes. 
Uh, Healthy Woman, Healthy World, coming July 17 and 18 uh, here in Seattle. And we are creating a movement, a movement to shift the overall health and well-being for an entire society. And we are educating, empowering, and inspiring women to lead that shift. Yes. So the question has been... What is a guy doing telling women how to be healthy? Uh, I yes. love it. I love it. So tell us how you got involved and, and kind of what drives you. Yeah. So essentially, it, it all started August 3rd, 2007. My, uh, my wife and I and our newborn son were on the uh, island of Maui, and I received a phone call that, that came from 2,500 miles away as my youngest sister had uh, collapsed of heart failure. Oh, wow. And obviously yeah. being... A, that far away, it wasn't uh, optimal for me to get back. I just couldn't get back in time. So it was an opportunity for uh, me to thankfully get on the phone and, and say goodbye to her one last time. And at that, just that moment, it, it, for whatever reason, I, I thanked her on the phone and said, thank you for being my teacher. Thank you for showing me and, and being a leader. Now, understand, my, my sister was 16 years younger than I was. Oh, my God. So it wasn't like little sis was essentially the leader as I, as I perceived up to that point. But I so I reflected upon that, and it was my opportunity to say, look, uh, there was something about that moment there that shifted me, yeah. shifted me to, look, I wanted to create a change, and I learned two things from that moment. Uh, one, I, I learned about heart disease and the impact that it has, not just on humanity, but on women. I learned about cancer I, I, and, and the effect that it has on uh, the mortality rate for human beings, uh, and I learned a lot about the nonprofit space. And uh, the, the lack of, uh, or the help they need, I should say, in innovation and creativity. And I thought, you know, I wanted to leave a legacy in this little girl's honor. Like something I could do to really, you know, make uplift that Make that yeah. difference. Yeah. And, and uh, having been passionate about health and wealth my entire life, that was the way to, for me to go. Wow. Well, it is, I find it funny that we're sitting here drinking red wine because in <laughs> yeah. um, doing some of my research and stuff, there are, you know, some people say that two glasses of red wine a night is a little excessive, but there's actually proof that a glass of red wine for a woman yep. a few times a week is healthy and helps to stop yeah. heart disease. I find that quite Oh, yeah. Well, I just love the fact that, you know, with, with Cletus and what he's doing here, he's helping women empower themselves by getting together with real life examples. Like he's just not telling us what to do. He's got people sharing with us. We're going to be with celebrity chef Andre who was with Janet Jackson, Kathy Ireland, their particular chef that worked with them one-on-one. We also have uh, Denise Allen. We also have uh, Jeanette. I've got all these great women. What is the gal there that's going to be from Oprah.com? From uh, Andrea Metcalf. Andrea Metcalf. Uh, I and mean, we've got tons Julianne of Julianne Hever just yes. was on Dr. Oz for the second time. Yeah. We so got some... Yeah. Some great speakers that we're going to be working wow. together, and, and you're going to be on the show and too. And I'm going to be on there talking about know, how to bring I'm your sexy so back excited. to every from <laughs> I say it from uh, virgins to widows. I love we're it. We're going to be bringing your sexy back, nice. um, and this is going to be a great opportunity for you know Cletus for what his mission is. It's not just people coming together for a cause. We're coming together for his sister that passed away. And I think that that's a big meaning. When I know there's a story yeah. behind what happened. Again, the why. The why. The why. I feel connected. And Cletus, you know, thank you for sharing your story with us because now everybody knows what is Healthy Women, Healthy World. How do I get connected with that? And why do they want and to be a part of it? And why do I want to be a part of it? So and it's, in essence, profound. they get to be a part of your sister's legacy. Absolutely. And and I'm forever grateful for everyone that's, that's touching us, including yourself, uh, to, uh, to help it. further further the message here. I love it. I'm very, yeah. very excited. What's the website again? 
HealthyWomenHealthyWorld.com. Yes, and we've had um, the cards in our swag bags for the last couple of weeks. So yes. several of our listeners already have the information. And um, actually, we will be putting uh, the link to your site on the blog website itself as well as our own Facebook. So yes. thank you for being here and being a part of it. It was my pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. And thank now you, you get to indulge in our third wine tasting yes. sitting in front of you. Jason, um, why don't you run us through the notes because I yes. know that... There was a cute, cool. There was a very cool surprise for Greg Lil tonight, and now yes. I can say it because um, we had to get him into the show early Wait, on because his yes, his daughters were coming to kidnap him. So um, we were so excited to be able to have some time with him before he got to spend some family time. So okay, Jason, what are we drinking it's, uh, next? 2009 uh, Doyen Signature Syrah, which is 97.5 percent Syrah and 2.5 Viognier. Uh, oh, I love Viognier. Very dark. It has this, this one has a little bit more of a richness, and even though mm-hmm. we're going into summer, it's not heavy. No, it's kind of nice, like raspberries, yes. cranberries. Uh, yes, and anyone who's had a, a Viognier knows that it has a seductive flavor. A Viognier is a very bit. seductive yeah. in um, the palate, so this one got a little bit takes of it to that red. The smell, so that those that enjoy the wine, it's definitely a uh, teeth stainer. Yes. It's so known for teeth staining. Well, this one is surprising. You're, you, like you said, there's a pepper on the front nose, but then when you go to drink it, it is very smooth and elegant. Yep, it's good. Yeah, we're That's looking good. for another glass. <laughs> I love that. Yep, it's good. We're done. Yeah, this one here. <laughs> okay, so now we're right. going to be... Oh, wait a minute. You want to talk about the wine? Yes, tell us about the wine. Sorry, stepped out. Greg got kidnapped right I now. I know, we were just telling everybody. That was awesome. <laughs> so I told him it was the signature Syrah, 97.5% Syrah with 2.5 VNA. Why the two point? Why the two point five Viognier? Of yeah. course, you're going to ask that. Why would you put white grapes in a red wine? I like Viognier. It's seductive. Yeah. It's sexy. Good. To me, it's, that's enough. <laughs> but it's very important to put into the to the Syrah because um, it helps it it co-fermented in there. So what it does is it helps keep the color because Syrah tends to lose its color a little bit quicker. The pigment comes out. A oh quicker. wow! And so when you put the Viognier in there, it helps keep that really deep, dark, inky color. In oh there. wow! That is, I did mm-hmm. not know that. It also helps with the aromatics of the wine. So it adds the floral notes that you get on the nose with the Syrah. I love it. Very it delicious. is beautiful. And so I, before we get too quick here, I forgot to ask. So the price points on the first three bottles: the rosé, twenty-three dollars. The second one, which was the AIX, AIX, $36, and this one that we're tasting right now. Only 39 yeah. Wow. And this is uh, the Syrah, um, I don't think we mentioned, actually, the AIX, that was the wine before this, this was on the top 100 in the Wine Spectator in the past. Um, the Syrah that you're just trying right now, this was um, one of Robert Parker's top 15 Syrahs in the world. The world. Did you get that? The top 15 world? in the world um, wow. in the, for the 2002 Vintage. Oh so. my God! Well, you know, congratulations, you guys. Not only do you, not only are you probably one of the lead introductions to what has happened here in Woodenville. I think I don't think a lot of people realize just the influence that you and Greg have had in creating the Woodenville wine tasting yeah. arena that we get to indulge in now. Thank you. Yeah, you guys have put so much blood and sweat and heart and love into this project. You. I've never seen any winery or anybody representing a winery who is so eager to introduce a new winery yeah. or a new wine. I mean, well, it's you amazing. Know we are, um, obviously, we love our brands, but we're also ambassadors to the state of Washington. It's really important to us to do that. Out here in Woodenville, uh, DeLille was the fourth winery. And this year we're celebrating 20 years, which is really exciting. Wow. Yep. And how many wineries? 
there are now about 100 in the Woodenville area, about 800 in the state of Washington. Fabulous. When Dalil was bonded, there were around 160 in the state, but only wow. four in Woodenville at the time. And the third one that was uh, French Creek has fallen off the map. So. Well, congratulations, and thank you yes. so much for having yes, the heart and the foresight to put this together. And the heart is the success. Honestly, I think it's it's just having it's that really heart is. at the beginning, believing in yourself, and now look at the rewards of that belief. I, I'm I, dumb. I well, and I think that. a lot of it is just it's passion. No matter what yes. industry or what people choose to do with their life, you get up every day and you're um, yeah. you're spending your time doing that. And if you have the passion for it, yeah, it's going to yeah. turn gonna out great. You just Love well, that. and my favorite thing to, that I remind myself all the time is you're gonna fall down. You just continue getting up. Yep. You just yeah. get never, up a lot. Never, ever, ever, ever stop getting they up. They have it. Fail to succeed. They have it. It keeps going. Exactly. Do not give up. So thank Love you it. so thank much. Thank you so Stacey. much, Stacey. Yeah, we're welcome. gonna have you back Wonderful for one wine. more tasting. Yes. Oh yes, I'm yep. around. Awesome. Okay, so my favorite part: socially acceptable and unacceptable. Because yeah, hell, blunt works. Yep. <laughs> I'm just saying it works. Mm-hmm. Um, socially acceptable. It is acceptable to stop a false rumor. It is. If you are sitting in an establishment and somebody walks up to you and and starts talking about something that you know without a a shadow of a doubt is wrong, it's acceptable for you to say something, even if you Mm -hmm. have to say it publicly, if you have to embarrass them. And here's one of the things that I really am am trying to encourage people. I'm struggling with another way to say this, but I'm... This is a little crude, but you've got to find your balls to stand up and stop letting the bullies, stop letting people say things that are inappropriate, that hurt people for no good reason. For none. For none. Socially, we need to start taking responsibility to protect the unseen person, the the, the one that's being bashed. Um, And it is socially acceptable to make somebody else uncomfortable when they are doing something that is wrong. And typically what happens when you're that one, that person who says, I'm sorry, that's wrong, they'll look at you, no, you're not, I I know, this this comes from very reliable information, and I'll look at you and I'll go, you're wrong. And then all of a sudden, I'm the one who has egg on my face. We have learned that being and standing up for yourself is combative. We right. have learned to have respect for yourself as being blunt. Mm-hmm. Yes. We have learned, especially as women, that if you have a voice, you're a bitch. Yes. We yes. have learned, that, I mean, this is, and this is all the way around. I mean, you know, if a guy, yeah. he's a CEO, he's running his company, he's telling us, you know, what, you know, false rumors are going on, but he wants to make a, a proof of really who he is. Us women, were like, tell us. We want to listen. As soon as a woman says that, we're like, oh, my gosh, why is she so stuck up? Why does she think, you, you know, this is the whole entire thing? It's Preparing to protect your reputation is huge. Yeah. Protecting your reputation. You guys heard that? Uh, guys, your girls hear that? When yeah. us guys hear that, I think the guy, you know, I've heard, of, oh, he's being a dick because he's being loud. He's like, this is how it is. Oh, yeah. you know, I think that's everybody has to stand up for themselves. I think, I think that, the, yeah, I think the whole, yeah. the whole and it's not combative. Yes. Standing yeah. up for yourself no. is exactly. not combative. It doesn't that make you a bitch when you point out somebody is doing something that's inappropriate and hurting people around you. It doesn't mm-hmm. make you an ass if you stand up for what's right. And yeah. that is what's wrong, and I, this is where I go off, that is what's wrong with where our culture is today. If we want to make a future that is better for our children, then we have to be not afraid to stand up for what is right, regardless of what somebody may say. But in them. our market, Seattle specifically, and I know I'm going to you know, go off and you know, upset people, but we are in a passive-aggressive community we are. where yeah. we and just sit there. Politically correct, and that, that era That's is over. That's not politically correct. The entitled I'm era is over. Let me email you. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, we're going to email you about Where's this. Where's my text? Oh, yeah. yeah, let me text it. Yeah, let me text you. You I'm hurt surprised. my feelings. I am really surprised our phone lines are not like 
like going off. Yeah, right well, now. This is it, it, people are afraid to tell people how they feel. People are afraid to share that they've been hurt by somebody else, and that is just sticking up for yourself. Yeah. Like when you said that, that hurt my feelings. Yeah. Call people out that are rude and disrespectful. I'm sorry, you you hurt my you hurt my feelings when you falsely accused my friend. That's right. right. And this is the thing that we you have to know. And I, I guess it's where this comes from is a place from the heart. You have to know what you believe in to know what yes. you're willing to stand up for. Yes. And that is a tough thing these days. People won't even stand up for themselves. Exactly. How do you expect them to stand exactly. up? But they'll stand mm-hmm. up for a cause. Yes. They'll stand up for some third world, whatever, which is great. I'm not against that. But a then dog. when it comes to your own feelings, yeah. you know, you'll stand up to push your dog in a stroller. Yeah. But if somebody's holding you, doing you wrong, it's like, oh, nope, it's okay. You can stomp all over me because yeah. I don't want to be combative. Can't do that. So I just have to tell our listeners that this show is definitely going to run over just a smidge. So what's yeah. going to happen is the live the live portion of the show is going to go and it's going to shut off. You'll be able to listen to the after show. We yeah. have an hour after the show in which we can continue to record. Uh, we do have a lot of really great information, and I don't want to cut us short tonight. So I think we're just going to continue moving forward. When it Sounds gets good. close to the point where we're going to have to shut it off, I'm going to thank our sponsors, and then we'll continue on with the conversation. Right. Okay, and Jason. If you show up, you'll be able to see it live. Um, it's socially acceptable. We're drinking wine. It is totally socially acceptable when you get ready to drink it and you see that little lipstick mark. No offense, ladies. Or it's just <laughs> dirty. It's okay to say, can I have a clean glass? And there's another thing that's driving me nuts. I'll go to a restaurant, order a nice glass of wine. And then when I ask the wine, is rather expensive. And you get the glass and you touch the glass and it's hot. Okay, I don't like that either. It's like, okay, uh, I didn't want steamed wine i wanted a nice wine well most people like room temperature but most uh, there's so a lot is of it people okay like to cold. tell the waiter and waitress this i need a cold glass yeah I, I or room temperature is yeah. that what you prefer well i guess I the mean, teach us the lingo here because you're i'm talking to other people that don't even know cool my glass down it just came out of the wash or wouldn't you say something hot. like so put it in the freezer no just no give me a glass of ice or cool it down I okay mean, so you ask for ice if the glass is hot what i'm trying to get at is that they wash the glass they need to be aware need to be aware yeah. that this glass is hot. Don't put my wine in it, you know. Room so, temperature is fine. This is room temperature. So yeah. that's talking to the server. Don't yeah. serve us warm glasses. Now talk to somebody who's the customer who says, I just got a warm glass. What do I say? Well, if you just got a warm glass, usually, well, I guess what it is, you go into it and you touch the glass before you, you get the the bottle of wine. And if it's warm, you can stop and say, this glass yeah. is hot. Can, can we, can cool we please wait? Or one yeah. of the things that I've done in the past, because that's happened several times, especially yeah. when you're... And, and I'm gonna know. I'm gonna caution people when you're on a major holiday like mm-hmm. um, Valentine's Day, you know if they get a big rush of people, sometimes they do get behind, and you just have to you have to be gracious and help the staff out a little bit and go uh, if you you are aware of your glass being warm and they come over you could you know is there something that put your hand over the top of the glass and go is there something so that's you not can do. No. Mm-hmm. no, it's because it's actually, and, and correct me if warm. I'm yeah, it's gonna ruin the flavor of the wine. Oh, it can ruin the see I. Do not know these things. <laughs> ha, ha, serving glass or serving wine in a warm glass can yes. ruin yes. the taste of the wine. Especially if you're, you're buying a nice bottle of wine like what we've tasted in the day, it's just going to ruin it. You get over the, the thing that a lot of people don't realize, and when I say juice, I'm going to use the term juice, but the juice is wine. It's also fragrance. This holds fast with any kind of quote-unquote juice. If you change the temperature above what would be considered a normal room of temperature, which can be anywhere mm-hmm. from 55 to, I think, about 68, you start getting over 68 degrees, and we're talking any kind of juice. 
orange juice, um, wine juice, mm-hmm. uh, fragrance juice, you literally start to change the chemistry of the juice itself. So the, the way it the wears or the way you drink it, now the flavor has been changed, and it's usually not to the good. Okay. So for you to say, you know, I'm paying $50, I'm paying $40, I'm paying $100, I'm paying $1,000 for a glass of wine or a bottle of wine and they're bringing it over and the glass mm-hmm. is hot, that is so totally acceptable to say we need to do something about the That's glass. That's good information. I yeah. really don't think people know this. Yeah, be, you know, I'm a lot of people, they get right it, they're now. like, oh, it's supposed to be okay. That's why sometimes you'll see people put glass, uh, ice cubes in their wine because the wine, yeah. the other thing that gets me, and if we're on that same subject, is that they stir the wine and the wine is warm. You yeah. go to a restaurant, you see the warm wine glass. Granted, the, the wine is not the greatest, but it's also now warm. It's like right. the opposite effect. Well, and, and that's the other thing, too, is is one last little tip here is if you have a preference for your wine, let's say, um, like for me, I have a temper, I like my all my wines, red and white, at room temperature. Mm-hmm. So let your server know that. If you are a person who prefers your, your whites cold, there are some people who really prefer their whites chilled. Let the server know ahead of time so that they can be prepared for you because they'll go and put glasses and they'll chill them for you. Yep. That's good stuff. Oh, we love it. Wine 101. Wine 101. Here with Socially Savvy. Okay, for my socially acceptable thing to do when you're out and about is to stop being friends and cut off all contact and not feel guilty when you don't like someone. For an unacceptable, for drama. <laughs> yes. It's okay to say no. Somebody, who, okay. pulls, somebody who pulls drama, it is socially acceptable. <laughs> It is. I now, know is, nobody likes to hear this. No, I know it's no, a little actually, harsh. This is what I love is we've got listeners going, did I say that? No, that but wasn't in reality, me. Actually do not you. feel guilty for cutting yourself off from somebody that does not support you in life. There, like, seriously, who is going to sit there and hang out with the non-cheerleader? Why do you want to hang out with a hater? And you know what? It's so funny because early this morning I was struggling with some stuff. And, and yep. I was, you know... I try to be as positive as possible, but I was really struggling with something, and I came across this Facebook picture. It says, we would do ourselves a tremendous favor by letting go of the people who poison our spirit. Yes, poison and that spoke to me. Yes. I mean, I was like, okay, I'm just like, you know, I don't even know what time in the morning it was because I'm not a morning girl. But I posted this, and I really feel that this speaks again to what you're saying. We need to stand up for ourselves. Yes, don't feel guilty. And, and not feel guilty. And speak yourself back into yes. a toxic relationship. Exactly. I want to give them another chance. Oh, they were drunk that night. They really did mean it. And I see, I, see, I have a tendency yeah, to find no. excuses for people no and no and double no sorry yeah don't feel guilty cut them off erase their phone number from your cell phone take them off your facebook get their email out of there the whole night i got six messages for that in 10 minutes alone this morning don't mess around let them go you'll feel good afterwards you will you You will will. feel good okay girly girl wines a woman wine a woman's wine company designed to serve women who are young at heart and enjoy their girly time in their daily life Girly Girl Wines also donates a part of its proceeds to help fund um, breast cancer and other cancer research. Check them out at www.girlygirlwines.com. And you don't Love have it. to be a girl drink it. You it's don't. really good wine. It is. <laughs> so and actually, you know what? The, the, here's the funny thing. I think my first introduction to Girly Girl Wines was Stacy. How <laughs> oh, funny. It's really good wine. Boys drink Girly Girl Wines, too. Yes, mm-hmm. they do. And that doesn't mean you're gay. Okay, and we talked mm-hmm. <laughs> Wow. Oh, my God, here we go. <laughs> just we are going to digress rather quickly here. Yes, keep going. Okay, we have a minute and 34 seconds to go. So for I yes. brought 
So what I'm going to do is I'm going to skip down to our thank yous, and then we're going to continue on with the show yes. um, and, and try to keep up with it. Uh, the first thing that I want to say is we want to thank all of our socially, fa- fa- socially savvy fans and tell you guys to like our, us on Facebook so you can be kept up on all the drawings, all the fabulous events that are coming up. Um, we announced the drawings at the beginning of the month. Um, go to Facebook.com, uh, Socially Savvy. Uh, we want to thank our sponsors tonight, Delil Sellers, Spazos and Redmond, Vault Denim, Stella and Dot, Suck It Up, Wines, Coffee Mate, Daniel's Broiler, Product Candy, Them City, Valentina, Valentino Fragrances, um, Caudalie Cosmetics, Clinique Cosmetics, Sweet Talk Wipes, Bellevue Nordstrom Cosmetics, Cascade Ice, Kind Bars, Pop Chips, and House Wines. Why you're not showing up for the show when we go through all those and all that stuff is in the swag bags. Um, Take care for all of you who are listening live. Um, Have a socially savvy week. And for those of you who are going to click in and listen to the after show, um, we welcome you to continue trying to call in. I'm not sure if the calling works or not, but definitely swing by and and be a part of the show. Yep. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, guys. See you next Monday. Plug it in. Put it in your iPhone. Make sure you're here. Love it. Remember, the secret <laughs> is pop chips. Put in your calendar. Okay. We got like 12 seconds. I don't know. I'm just going to. Okay. So you're gonna, it's after, gonna, show. after show. So here's the fun thing about the after show. Once a month, we're going to be doing this after show. It's Socially Savvy Connections, and that's what we're going to be jumping yes, into here shortly. So. Connections. Here we go. Okay. Um, socially Unacceptable. Now, we touched base. Briefly on this, and yeah. we're going to just run through these bullet points real quick. It is socially unacceptable to lash out at people when they call you out on your bad behavior when you're when you're out socially. Um, if you're going to be an ass, expect to get called an ass. Yes. I'm sorry. Most people that are asses don't know they're asses. No. No, they do. There's a lot of them that do. Yeah. No, they're oh, yeah. just banking that you're kind enough that you're, you're going to ignore nothing. it and you're not going to say anything. Okay. And they're going to be the elephant in the room, and they're going to lean on you and make you feel uncomfortable. So the time of the elephant is over. We have bigger guns now. Okay. And you... So what do you expect the consequences are when you call somebody an ass that knows he's being an ass? Now, there's a way. Now, you, I, I love how you would normally tell me, you know, there's a better <laughs> way to just say you're being an ass. And, it, and, and my husband will actually what vouch for me. the side effects of that? <laughs> the side effects are usually pretty ugly if you use that terminology. Um Typically, you want to try to approach it a little bit more um, calmly, socially savvy, savvy, which I failed this weekend (laughs) miserably. (laughs) But it took several offenses before. Sometimes you have to say it that way. Well, and that's where the whole blunt thing comes in. I think sometimes you do have to be blunt. I don't think it hurts to try to go up to somebody and say, hey, you know, do you realize that what you're saying may be affecting those people around, you know, some people around you? And if they go, I don't care, then it's time to look at them and go, you're being an ass. Nobody here appreciates what you're doing. So either you need to back off or I would like to ask you to leave. And this is where I think our society has really become afraid. Um, a lot of people will not ask you to leave. Yeah. I actually did more than that this weekend, and I'm sure I will pay for that. <laughs> but in, in retrospect, I feel like I did, for the first time in a very long time, I did stand up for the people that were being wronged. And to me, that makes me feel good. Even though Standing is, up for people you should not feel guilty for doing. Yes. I just felt bad that this person couldn't stop. Yeah. Well, you know what? That's their life. And it was their choice. Yeah, and that was their choice. And so it leads into the... Mine. Yes. Which is, do uh, do not spread drama to outsiders. I like that. Okay, so you all know your audience. You know your close friends. You're going to be able to call them and go, guess what just happened last night, X, Y, Z. Guess what just happened today at work, X, Y, Z. 
Do not go to an audience, which is somebody else that's not in your inside group who's not going to use it against you, spread it around about to other people, and tell them, guess what happened to me last night? Yeah. Look mm-hmm. at your insiders and your outsiders. Know who's in your group. Know who's not necessarily inside of your group. And know your audience before you yes. share your drama about that weekend or that event. Well, and here's the thing I'm going to say about drama. And, Jason, I'm sure you can back me up on this one. Mm-hmm. Drama really gets you nowhere. You, granted, that's... But drama can be very. It, like, it can be very entertaining. Right. Now. right. Um, <laughs> we are. We are drama right now. It can be very entertaining, and we I realize drama that. right now. <laughs> but you've got to. You've got to make sure that it, it's one thing to have an opinion about something, and and voice that opinion. It's another thing. You you really want to start thinking about the repercussions of what That's you're right. saying. Spreading drama is a different story than having to deal with it. It's one thing to have yeah. to, you know, this happened to me. It's one thing to tell people that don't know you, who don't have any relationship with you, to start sharing stories like that. Know your right. audience and try not to share any of those negative experiences with outsiders who do not know you. I would agree. I would agree. And and my encouragement would be that hopefully over the course of, you know, the next generation or two, that drama would become something that is less important and uplifting mm-hmm. people and, and celebrating people's... Um, their successes, celebrating yes, people's journeys, positive. and start celebrating the positives instead yeah. of laughing at the negative. So and much. even if that happens, we just need to and shift our bring it up. Process. Go, oh, I know that person. Yeah, I've worked with that person before. Awesome, and just keep going. Exactly. Just keep, three yeah, times. keep going. I really do. I do the first one. I listen to them. The three and strikes are out. Do. Okay, I've heard this before. Now we can do. And then if they say it again, it's like you already talked to me about it and you did nothing. I don't. Want yeah, to hear it. we're What's done. that impression as well. So right. what's your unacceptable, Mr. Jason? I'm tired of this. I really am. It's not sexy. It's not cute. Stop wearing your PJs to the mall. I love that. <laughs> Thank you, God. Really <laughs> you know, that's one of them. It's just like, I, all right. No. Are we talking? We're talking trashy pajamas. Talking, trashy? You know, Hello Kitty. So, oh, the Hello you know. Kitty. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we know what that is. It's like. If you really get in the mall, it's one thing to go to the grocery store late at night. But now, is this an age range category? So this means if you're under 30, it's okay. Under 20, it's okay. Uh, it I shouldn't mean, be okay at all. It's an age range thing. It should never have been okay to wear your pajamas to the mall. I mean, I know moms who wouldn't even wear their pajamas to drive their kids to the bus stop. Okay. Now, yeah. nobody's going to see you, but that's, there's a thought process a little, that goes in, yeah. In, yeah. in mind there. And it's, I think it's a thought process that should be followed through. If you're going to wear pajamas, you have to realize pajamas were created for sleeping, and they were not for created for covering anything up. They were not created to make sure that people I, go to you know what, Microsoft gonna, in their pajamas. I'm going to say mean, this though. <laughs> I'm going to say this though. The, the materials that they used for pajamas were not created to absorb any types of odors, and a lot of people don't think about that. They wear pajamas. It's kind of like okay you do realize that you might as well be wearing a piece of tissue paper because whatever's going on there doesn't smell pretty. Wow. Wow. I'm sorry. You took it another level. I couldn't have gone there. I couldn't have gone there, and I'm pretty risque. But here's what I'm saying is, is, okay, you need – this is where the whole education, and now I'm going to blush about this, but the whole point is is pajamas were created for a specific reason, and and clothing is created for a specific reason. Be aware, and, you know, otherwise you're going to look like an idiot. Yeah, otherwise get some of LB's swag bags and spray yourself. 
with something. Yeah, yeah we've got a bazillion something to spray. Yeah, we always try with. to spray people. I love it. Anyway. Okay, let's move on because we got some wine to taste here as well. We and, we got and we're going to start with Seattle Wine Exchange, your personalized wine service, a local independently owned company providing personalized service to the wine enthusiast and new person alike. They specialize in creating unique wine events, providing personal wine consultations, and offering retail sales of superior quality wine, beer, and sake. Check them out at seattlewineexchange.com and at their blog, blog blog.seattlewineexchange.com. We love that. Plus support. Jason, that's what it's about. We love that. Jason's company, local business owner, support. Absolutely. And Jason is going to tell us about this fourth wine. Actually, we have Stacey here. Stacey, tell us about our last wine. Tell us about the last wine. Sorry, I was chit-chatting on the side. We were having a side conversation about what you just said, though, you know? (laughs) What do you think, Stacey? I wasn't sure sure to say, is that offensive and I need to ask you to leave? I wasn't sure. Um, it, that was a little. That was a little risque. Even I will admit that. It was Taking things radio. to a new level. But okay, so we're drinking now the D2. This is the 2009 Delil Sellers D2. D2. Oh, your D2. And D2 has been, you know, one of the signature wines since inception of the winery. I want this one. For those that don't know, if you're over in um, Bordeaux, when you're leaving out of Bordeaux, the road you're driving on is called D2. This is all. Oh, I did This is also that. our second wine. So wow. D2 has a lot of meaning around here. Um, this wine was one of the uh, top 100 in the Wine Spectator for a couple of years recently, in recent years. It's just a really yummy, yummy wine. I think it kind of has a cult following all its own. There's a lot of people that just know the name D2, and they, it's oh, just they, D2. The, the, I was going to say that the, the name D2 hit me before I ever knew of where your tasting room was, I before I even knew D2. who you were. I think a lot of people... Um, are still in that boat. I mean, there's a lot of people yeah. that obviously equate it to Delil, but there's a lot of people that just know D2, and then then they hear about Delil after. It's just right. a kind of, it has its own, really has a cult following of its own. It's a delicious little wine that's, um, you know, predominantly Merlot, Cab Franc, Cab, or predominantly Merlot, Cab, um, Cabernet Sauvignon, a little bit of Cab Franc, and Petit Verdot. So it's delicious wine. And this is a great wine for somebody who, you know, regardless of what the season is, this is a little headier. It's a little deeper. So for those people who, you know, I don't care if it's summer, bring me something bold. Bring me something that has punch and liveliness. Yeah. You know, this is a fabulous wine for Just remember D2. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know why it's mouth-watering? It's a good name. It, it is. is. Why is it mouth-watering, Jason? Yes, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Is, is it the tannin? makes your mouth water. Think of tea. If you have dry tea without sugar, honey, lemon, and all that fancy stuff you yeah. put in it. That's the tannins. You know the interesting thing about the D2 wine, though? When you speak tannins, a lot of people, uh, I was going to say, a lot of people go, oh, tannins, you know, those are a little sharp. The tannins in this, they leave that, That what you're saying on the back, but they're soft. They're soft tannins. It's not like a Tuscan where you're like, yeah. No, it's just, it's a soft, it's just a really nice, well-rounded wine that's got a, it's just, it's fantastic, I think, from the nose all the way through mid-palate to the finish. It's it's beautiful. And interesting you say mouthwatering because those are some of the notes that the winemaker actually says, too. You know, that it's, it's, delicious. Um, it's juicy, mouthwatering balance continues through the lengthy finish. I like that. Um, juicy, I think, is a juicy. great term. Well, and when I drink it, it reminds me of, of biting into like a fresh peach, that, that just succulents right in the beginning. I have a friend that her, um, every time she drinks red wine, she always just calls it juicy red, juicy red. Juicy oh, red. I love it. Red is juicy. You know, here's an industry term when yes. we talk about wine. Please. It's juice. How many bottles of juice you sold? 
Oh, so you can say that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, interestingly enough, that the term juice also is um, lateral with fragrance. Mm -hmm. Really? Yes. So Uh having been a fragrance model for several years, when people come up to me and talk to me about the juice, and I go, the kind you wear, the kind you drink. Yeah. (laughs) I've never heard that about the fragrance industry. I have quite a bit of juice in my house of both kinds. Awesome. (laughs) Good. I won't give you what we call juice in the ghetto. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. We are rapidly so deteriorating after four wine tastings. I'm... How much wine have you had to drink tonight? <laughs> Moving on. We're I have the privilege. The here. We're off. Okay. Who did you meet? I had the privilege of me about this like for the last couple yes. of days. I got to meet two celebrities this last week. I was like, I was star- starstruck. You are a celebrity. That's no, I'm not a celebrity. Yes, you no, are. but no, these were two genuine celebrities, and these are people who have made such an impact in their industry, in their art, yeah. as well as what they do um, in trying to reach out to people. Um, the first one I got to meet was Thursday, and I had the privilege of, um, like I was saying, being a part. Stacy invited me to be a part of um, Surviving with Style. I got to meet yeah. um, Rose and Rose who, Dennis. Rose Dennis, who was, was the chair. She was the chair for the event. She did a spectacular job of pulling people together and making this phenomenal event, which raises money for cancer victims who can't normally afford to pay for the services themselves. Well, and Gilda's Club, for those who don't know, it was started um, originally by Gene Wilder, who was the husband of Gilda Radner, the comedian. And Gilda died of cancer, but it was her dream and vision before she died to start a home that could help cancer patients while they're going through the treatment for the whole family, while they're going through it, after the fact, before, whenever that. people want to learn and be supported in the cancer world, Gilda's Club was about that. It was also about laughing a lot mm-hmm. while you're going, going through, through your treatment. It. Mm-hmm. And so this year, the MC that you guys had, were we were so fortunate to have with Cynthia Nixon. Sex in the City. Sex in yeah. the City. Miranda. Miranda. We love her spicy personality. That's and awesome. She was so gracious and so fabulous. You know, having had her own experiences, um, I didn't get a chance to get over for the lunch myself and for the fashion show, which I'm hoping to do next year. But I did get to come over for the after party. The meet and greet. And I got to come over for the meet and greet, and I got my picture taken with her. And I got just that moment to let her know how much I appreciate the the work that she's done and all the different things that she's been a part of. Uh, She's probably one of the most gracious people I've ever met. From being a cancer survivor herself, she was... She was so amazing in yeah. what she said. Her Jeez. her speech during the luncheon was really, really something. That's what I heard. She just, you know, again, the epitome of uh, personification of what it is. And also Gilda Club here in Seattle celebrated 10 years this year. Uh, so I think that's why a lot of people just really celebrate taking in. And I know I took pride in being able to be a part of that 10-year celebration. And, and I look forward to being a part of it for the next 10 years. Which is fantastic. See, that's how these connections work, right? I love this. I love this. Okay, the second person I got to meet was Mr. Francois Nars himself. And anybody who knows anything about makeup knows that uh, NARS makeup is one of the most fun. And I've got a I've got a fan here who she's like, I love NARS. She actually called me literally in the eleventh hour, going, I want a book signed by NARS because what happened is is he makes one personal appearance a year. Where he comes in one personal appearance into the United States. Wow. Where is he from? He is I okay, so you're gonna catch me on the spot. I believe 
I, I'm on He's French, so yeah. I'm assuming that's where he's from. But he has done runway makeup. He wow. has these books. He has um, the, the two books that they were signing that they brought in. There's an x-ray book that had been off the market for 10 years. It hadn't been published since 1999. You couldn't find it anywhere on eBay. Um, and we got in a, a selection of 75 of those books. We sold out of them so that people could come, and wow. they got his signature. He personally signed the books. And when I say that this was a meet and greet where he signed the books, you, I, I stood in line for an hour and a half, and it wasn't because there were that many people, because only 150 people got books signed. It was because you walked up, and he took time to talk with you, and you got to ask him a question, or he would say, what was your favorite makeup? And he would talk to you and yeah. actually try, like what we're talking about yeah. tonight, to connect with yeah. you. And nice. so I have a little excerpt here. I asked him what his favorite beauty tip was. So Ooh. here's what he had to say. Hello. Hi. How are you? Good. Oh, I... Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> MLB Duchess. I'm sorry. We no, it's book. okay. <laughs> nice to meet you. So I wanted to ask, what's your favorite beauty tip? Favorite beauty tip? Um, powder. Really? Powder is very good to set your makeup. Uh-huh. If you people that don't use powder, the makeup yeah. moves around. So it's very important that after the foundation, always set the makeup with powder. Okay. Translucent powder, you know, very whatever fits your your skin tone. Uh huh. But powder is always. I've always trick. loved powder because uh, it gives you that forget. really beautiful. Yeah. But believe it or not, a lot of people China don't doll. know. I always like that China doll look from when I was right. a kid. Because even after, you know, the, the excess powder goes away, but at least your makeup will stay very well. So gotcha. For hours and hours. Gotcha. Uh, very important. <laughs> uh, the Duchess, right? Yep. So he was a, he was an absolute joy awesome. and a treat to meet. Um, Francois Nars takes pride in everything he does, and, and um, I was fortunate enough to get both books signed. The x-ray book is literally a walking, talking piece of art in which celebrities, he did makeup. And we're talking everything from the really extreme, extreme makeup to the very, you know, soft and subtle makeup. As you're going through the pages, we had to warn customers because he had some full frontal nudes from both male and female. And when the book was first opened, a couple of the employees who weren't aware were going through. And the story goes, there was a 13-year-old there and a mom. And she's like, oh, oh, that's not quite a pro. Oh, there's another one, you know. So he was just truly an artist, yeah. and um, it, it was amazing to meet him and see what he had to offer. But powder, mm. so for those who, I, and I've been kind of given little secrets about this, powder is his beauty secret in that it keeps makeup from moving all over the face. I love that. Mm-hmm. It was very, very fun. Okay, so many fun events coming up. Be sure to check our Facebook pages for social events coming through the week. Um we have a couple that we're going to touch base on. The first one is making a difference. Um, one home at a time, community professional mixer in um, uh, Kirkland is benefiting Vision House. This is going to be happening on June 21st from 6.38 to 8.30. It is hosted by Simplicity ABC. The address is 107 Park Lane in Kirkland. It's going to be a $10 suggested donation. And, of course, you know any donation over that is more than appreciated. It's a meet and greet for other professionals in your community while supporting a great cause. So enjoy networking, games, door prizes, and silent auctions. I'll be there, too. I'm going to try to stop in on this one. I'm I'm really, really excited about this one. For other local wine events, go to www.woodenvillewinecountry.com for the lowdown on what's happening in Woodenville Wine Tasting Rooms. Very good place to go to. Also, 
plan ahead. We've got the Crooked Race Seattle, an urban adventure. Actually, I want to do this. Uh, this one scared me, but it sounds fun. <laughs> super fun. I read into it. It's Sunday, July 8th from 10 a.m. to 4. Basically, it's an urban race that combines uh, country-themed physical and mental challenges in Seattle. You'll be traveling around the world, pseudo, but here in Seattle. Uh, feats you never thought possible. All seeing how much culture and adventure Seattle has to offer. Teams of four will compete for top travel prizes. This is a round-the-world race that is a 100% fundraiser to help promote sustainable travel with Crooked Trails. We love that. And Crooked Trails has been um, a part of a lot of different fun events. Actually, Crooked Trails was part of the masked ball that happened in Seattle yes. this last year. So really respect what they What's do. What's the top prize? Do you know the top prize uh, They have not. Nessa? No, they've not told us what the top prize That's is yet. The top. The, the top prize is a private coastal beach oh, rental in there. Costa Rica yes. for one yes. week. She did. Okay. Vanna White's giving you $5,200 in value. <laughs> $5,200. I love it. I love it. For more details, go to crookedtrails.org slash the crooked race. We love it. Yes. To all of our socially savvy fans who showed up today, don't forget to like our Facebook page and you know spread the word. Let everybody know what it is you like. If there's something you'd love to see us change about the show, please give us that feedback. You yeah, know, tell us. A social, a social um, um, endeavor is a journey. It's constantly yeah, growing. Constantly and we learning. love the feedback mm-hmm. and, and everything. Love feedback. So, if you don't come, you don't enjoy what's here. Exactly. That's what we're going to do now. Lots so of we fun. are going to go socialize. We are going to go launch Socially Savvy Connection. But wait. But wait. There's a reason. There's I'm always not, a reason. We're not allowed to say. Oh, well, no, 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 no. You no? have to show up for that. Ah, sorry. So we will be um, show up for the next Socially Savvy Connections, and you will uh-huh. find the secrets of Ooh. what we're going to be talking about being socially savvy connected. There you go. Our secrets. See? Everybody have take a Socially care, Savvy Week Bye, and guys. take care. All Bye-bye. our hugs.